everybody, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I'm excited to have Justice land close with me. Hi, Justice, how are you doing today? I'm good, how about you? Great, well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today about your art career, your art journey, okay? And can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm an illustrator and designer, currently attending SCAD. Um, to get my master's in fine arts and illustration. So I do a lot of illustration work, some design work, stuff like that. <laughs> nice, a little bit of everything. So the next question, um, can you do tell us the audience a little bit about the moment that you knew um, you wanted to be an artist? Yeah, uh, I was always into creative fields even when I was younger I was one of those people that had like five different careers like I wanted to be a singer dancer author illustrator fashion designer like that was me growing up so it shifted as I grew up I started focusing on fashion design and then it kind of shifted once I got to middle school and I was like oh I kind of like this art thing and then once I got to high school, um, the art department at my high school was like really, really amazing. And the teachers were really, really supportive. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I found my path into design and illustration. Oh, nice. So um, what made you decide to go to graduate school? Because that's such a time commitment. And, you know, to say, hey, I'm going to go beyond my bachelor's degree and study, study more. Yeah, I got my degree at a just a regular public university. Mm -hmm. So my purpose for going to SCAD and get my master's was more so just because I wanted to refine the skills that I had gotten through my bachelor's program and just really make sure that I was portfolio ready for the industry world. Nice. Okay, so well, how do you like to create your illustration? What's your preferred media to work in and why? If I'm, normally I'm doing digital just because you have that freedom to undo or if I don't like a layer, I can just scratch it. But I do still do traditional. So when I do traditional, I normally focus on either colored pencil or acrylic just because they're a lot more forgiving. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it's always nice to have a little bit of both, I feel like, um, yeah. just to kind of vary it up, because sometimes being on the computer all day, it makes my eyes go all cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. So what type of illustration work do you prefer to do and why? Um, I'm pretty open to anything, as long as it's not like morally questioning. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't really think I have a favorite. I do like stories that have some type of significance, either to the client or to the you know projected audience. So any stories that maybe feature a lot of diversity, mm -hmm. or if it's something that I think is something really important to teach kids, like maybe if it was about body image or something like that, like that would be something that's definitely up my alley. That's great. Yeah. And I don't know if it's okay. I wanted to mention, I really thought your characters from book class were adorable. I love that you did. I was like, oh, she's picking different body types. She's kind mm -hmm. of, I think, projecting um, just, you know, like different characters that are a little bit more 
real, you know? That's yeah. what I felt like. So I felt and like that was very- kind of my that was kind of my um hope was that I could have all these different shades of women, even though they're supposed to be mystical beings, but they're still different shapes, they're still different sizes. Actually, I found these really cool African statues, and that's what I kind of based their body types on. Yeah, so they were all of these like really abstract, really exaggerated shapes, and I used that. Very nice, cool. So why did you decide to take the book illustration class? <laughs> that we were in together, which I did enjoy a lot. I met some really cool people like you. Yeah, it was great. Um, I took book illustration because right now that's kind of the main thing that I'm doing to get money on the side. So yeah, I get you know smaller gigs now and then, but mainly for the moment, it's really been children's books, which is really nice. And I wanted to take it just to see hmm, maybe I could get better get some more insight which I got because Professor Ghost is amazing yeah. um <laughs> yeah so I got to meet all of you guys got to make my own children's book and definitely get a lot of insight on the industry and the I guess the norms of how you would normally submit that was great I thought it was awesome that you went out and you just you, you were like willing to go out and that that was probably everybody's probably a little bit hesitant assignment to go out and talk to people in industry but I thought it was amazing that you went out and you just went for it and you you talked to those editors and art directors and stuff yeah what's your favorite book um my favorite book it's not a children's book but it is a chapter book, A Night Circus, like by um, Aaron Morgenstern, I believe is how you pronounce it. I literally carry that book everywhere. Like it never leaves my sight. I love that book. I, vi- I revisit it often. Yeah. <laughs> like my sister bought that for me. I have yet to read mm-hmm. it. She bought it for me as a gift. And I, I, mm-hmm. I need to do that then if you're recommending it because she recommended it as well. <laughs> And it's just been one of those books that I just like, I don't know. I just had it sitting there. Mm -hmm. So I need to read it. Yeah, you should definitely read it. It's amazing. It's the way that Erin writes, Uh it's like every sentence is like coated in gold. So like, it's just a really, especially for visual people like us, it's just very like captivating. It really takes you into her world. And she just has this really great way of, writing that puts you in there and you can just see everything like she's very good at describing things oh okay all right well I'll have to take a second look at it Um, (laughs) I'll try reading it because you're recommending it um so what would you think was the hardest part of illustrating a children's book in the process and what was the um you the hardest part for me is definitely Occasionally, clients can be a little picky with their edits. (laughs) So you have good clients and you have bad clients. Um, And those harder to work with clients can be a little frustrating, especially when they're like really picky and they're like, can we move this one finger like a centimeter that way? Uh, Yeah, and sometimes it's frustrating, especially because us as artists, we have a process and those processes are normally, so you can catch things like that in the very beginning. And 
especially when you're working with independent clients a lot of times um you know everyone has a different way that they picture things so if they they might not be able to see what they want until you get to that refined stage and then they're like oh can we change that and then you have to undo the coloring and the values and everything else and it's just like gotta start all over a little bit but the easiest part is probably hmm, I guess sketching yeah sketching is kind of the fun part because you can just zoom in on the sketchbook and kind of draft out your ideas yeah, that's always fun. I think um, more so, and and also the process. I I love just the more process work that you explore. I feel like you get into that place wherever that place that book is taking, you know, the environment, all that, and mm -hmm. I, yeah, I find that to be a lot of fun. So with with graduate school and freelancing, how do you maintain a work life balance? Um. I use a planner. I also have like, I'm kind of a organized freak in a way. So I have like, I have a daily planner that I carry around and I can throw in like a purse or something. Then I'm sitting in front of this um, whiteboard thing that I made that's a monthly calendar. So if I have like appointments or something, those are on that. Then I have a to-do list that I use on my other wall. That's like a daily to-do list. Then I have a weekly to-do list too. That that's I normally use that for school just because I can write out the assignments in different colors, and then I know what class I should focus on each day. Wow, you yeah. are. <laughs> I bow down to you, Justice. You are the organization uh, person. I um I'm not quite that organized. I do like the to-do list. And then mm -hmm. I, I think I do like a monthly thing with my um, phone calendar. So I can rely on that more. And then it'll send me like little uh, reminders. Um, but that's been, yeah. But yeah, definitely. I think I felt like um, with graduate classes, they are definitely more intense than my undergrad and they do take a lot of time so yeah. I, I can only imagine how you're doing it and freelancing so what are your plans after you finish um grad school um i'm hoping to start working in the animation industry doing visual development so i want to do prop design which is something that most people don't really focus on which is kind of why i'm interested in it um yeah so i always joke with people i'm like i want to draw the rocks <laughs> let me draw the rocks not actually please don't make me draw a bunch of rocks but like if that's what's gonna get me through the door i'll do it oh, cool i'll make the best rocks ever <laughs> yeah i'm doing that like weapons uh carts posters that's kind of what got me into it is because i did have that graphic design background and i got an art book from Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians is like my favorite animated film. And there's this one spread in the art book that's just all the posters in the movie. And I was like, this, this is this is what I want to do. This is these are my type of people. Like, so yeah, that's definitely what I want to focus in. Awesome. So what's something you would tell yourself if you could go back in time about your art journey so far? 
Maybe I would tell myself that it gets better. I think there's not, I don't think there was anything that I would change about my art journey just because everything that's happened has happened for a reason and I've learned from it. Mm -hmm. So there's not anything I would tell myself to like change that trajectory, but maybe just like keep going. It's going to get better. You're going to improve. Yeah, that's a good point to make. I mean, everybody, we all start at different places. We're all headed to different things. And so I think um, being patient with yourself on it. I mean, it's a long road. It's a, it's a marathon, it's a marathon, not a, you know, a yeah. so yeah, that's good advice. So the last question, or almost the second to last question, after you've created all the art you've wanted to make, and you can't leave any artwork behind, what are three final truths you would leave? I guess I would want or hope that I communicated how we're all kind of one and the same, even though we make up this beautiful, colorful pot known as the world. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, I would hope that I touched at least, you know, a couple of people in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm the oldest of like five, so, I always, they're always in the back of my mind because I always hope that I teach them that you can follow your passions mm -hmm. and still be successful. Like you don't have to do the nine to five office job if you don't want to. Like if you're passionate about it and you go for it, then you'll be fine. Right. Well, I did not realize there were five of you and the oldest, no pressure. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> that you're doing all of that and, you know, maintaining schoolwork and freelancing. I can only handle one thing at a time. So I decided I'll <laughs> schoolwork and everything. But, you know, where can people see your artwork that we've been talking about? Um, do you want to do a shout out for your social media? Yeah, you can find my Instagram at moment of justice, spelled just like the dictionary words. Um, and if you want, my website is under construction, but if you want to go on Behance, I think it's behance.net, same thing, moment of justice. And yeah. Well, thank you so much, Justice, for um, being on my podcast. And I um, look forward to seeing all the amazing work that you keep producing. And I'm so glad we had um, book illustration class together because uh, you're really just a really sweet, nice person and you got great work. So keep on keeping on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And yeah, it was great meeting you too. You're like amazing. I love paper cut illustrations. So like, I think when we posted all our introductions and I went to your Instagram, I was like, oh yeah, she's wow. great. Love it. Oh, well, thank you. I loved that you had picked how you think about storytelling. And I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that because I was like, 
um, the story from the story, everything was very thoughtful and intentional. So I just really enjoyed how you approached it. And then when I saw the final work, I was like, oh, it turned out so cute. I hope she's <laughs> out, you know, because I think you bring in a unique perspective. The, my favorite part was the characters. So mm -hmm. I thought the, well, I mean, there were lots of favorites, but if I had to pick one, the characters, and I just felt like they're different characters than I'm seeing and they're very real. And I feel like that is such a nice breath of fresh air um, mm -hmm. in uh, the book industry. So I wish you the best. And I know you're gonna be very successful at whatever <laughs> you do, whether it's visual development or children's books, or maybe you do both, you never know. So, yeah. <laughs> but everybody, thank you so much for listening. All right, bye.